the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Are you looking to sell your app? Blue Throne has bought apps from over 100 developers from all over the world. These developers had a great exit, left financial stress, and moved on to their next big project. Get a free valuation of your app by going to bluethrone.io. That, once again, is bluethrone.io. Want to boost your mobile app's search visibility on Google Play and the iOS App Store? Well, you can find hundreds of the most relevant and popular keywords for your app in just one minute. And you can create effective metadata with ASO Mobile. Check them out at asomobile.net. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, and welcome to the fam. Yes, thank you, Miguel. It is Fridays with App Masters. Our acronym is FAM because, frankly, I like to be a family. This is a community that we've built up where we try to really help each other out. That's how I got started in the app space, and that's why I love to do this to today still, almost like eight, nine years later. And joining me today is Nadia from Buzz Guru. Look, I don't think influencer marketing is just for the big apps out there. And we've got a lot of case studies with indie developers and smaller startups using influencer marketing brilliantly. And we're going to talk to Nadia all about how to do it right and how to avoid some of those costly mistakes that others have already done for you. So joining me today, let's bring her in. Okay, let's bring her in. Come on. Is Nadia. She is the head of Buzz Guru. Go check them out. It is buzzguru.com with over five years' experience in the field. She's helped app developers from Europe, Latin America, all over the world in tier one countries to reach their target audience and, more importantly, bring the highest ROI possible from their influencer marketing campaigns. Nadia, welcome to the fam. Thank you. Thanks for the intro. <laughs> Well, I want to say hi to a few people. Detroit Pizza, holla. Wow. Okay, Elsmar. And then Miguel, what's up? I think Miguel, I think you came up with fam or Rassi came up with fam last week. James, what's going on? And then Rudy's here. Okay, Steve, you can start. I'm here. Okay, <laughs> good. Thank you, Rudy. As you can see, we're, we're very friendly and jokey around here. Hello, fam. Matthew, good to see you, man. And then we've got the I team, the Kardashian emoji was a superb example of how influencer marketing can be. True, true, true. Got Joe, what's up? And then Yusuf as well. There's a lot of people here already. Nadia, I know we, we talked about this too. In unlike other marketing campaigns, app marketing campaigns, when you talk about Facebook, when you talk about Apple search ads, when you talk about Google ads, I feel like, hey, you can spend five to ten thousand and half bad results like but in a high cost per install but with influencer marketing you can spend that money and see zero results so how do we go about avoiding that particular mistake well uh that is actually an excellent question because this is really something that happens uh to a lot of uh companies that only are beginning their way on influencer marketing just because they don't simply know what mistakes to avoid that's obvious. So uh, the number one rule would be to come up with a relevant strategy with well-elaborated stra strategy for, um, for the campaign. If you miss at least one point of uh, the, I would say, six 
uh, basic points, then you're done. And you can spend 5K, you can spend 10K, you can spend 20, 50, uh, whatever amount and get zero result if you just don't plan it correctly. So we can quickly go uh, through the strategy if you don't mind. Or... Sure, let's do it. Okay, so uh, the number one goal for each campaign uh, for whatever product would be to set a specific goal for the campaign. Of course, there are several, uh, I would say the most popular goals like performance or revenue, but um, there are also several other goals that might be achieved with influencer marketing that many companies don't even think about. So one of these would be um, the search results optimization on Google and YouTube. So for uh, many apps, it's essential to build uh, a nice reputation if an app is a bit complicated and needs uh, some advice to users. Sometimes the resources that are available uh, on the internet are just not enough. And people tend to look up something they're not familiar with. So what they're gonna do, what I would do personally, I would just go to YouTube and uh, try to find something on the app. So um, another type of a strategy, another type of the goal would be uh, the promotion of a corporate account. Uh, it could be brand awareness. It could be basically anything. But if you pick a specifically set goal, this is, I would say, at 30% of, of the success rate. Uh, if, if you're a bit hesitant about the goal, then just try to elaborate on uh, what results are the key and what would be a nice addition to that. So the strategy might include not one, but two goals as well. Got it. Uh, this is pretty basic, but uh, the second point would be to pick uh, the best region for the campaign. And while planning an influencer marketing campaign, it's a bit more complicated than planning a different kind of marketing campaign, since you have to keep in mind all those uh, details and all those um, specifics of each region and how well this region uh, performs for your app. So uh, for example, the number one rule, and if you cannot follow that rule, you just should not probably start influencer marketing, is to pick a region where uh, you can track organic traffic influxes. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna analyze all of the regions that you're potentially interested in and pick a region with stable uh, organic traffic influx. Influencer marketing is um, a very specific uh, marketing channel and it does provide a lot of organic traffic. If you pick a wrong region where uh, the, the organic traffic just fluctuates or is very volatile and you can really predict and see the medium average, then you're going to lose 50% of the traffic. So your uh, ROIs and your uh, overall metrics, the cost per install would just double. Many clients do not uh, include that in into their campaigns. So uh, if we're talking about those who can spend 5K or 10K and just lose it all, that would be uh, these guys. So organic traffic is the number one rule of influencer marketing. Uh, then what we would need to do is to uh, decide whether we would like to explore a new region or to build up our presence on the most performing ones. And uh, that also affects the strategy. It affects uh, how many influencers we would need uh, to see the result. How um, should we build our strategy? How should the influencers build their creatives? Because if the product is something completely new to the region, that might not be um, 
the best uh, the best way to promote the app if we're talking about the creatives. And uh, also another a bit unexpected point I would say for um, many companies that we talk to is when picking a region, just make sure that this region has influencers. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a bit funny, but that's the truth because uh, we have a lot of requests from different companies to uh, find, for example, influencers from Nigeria because that's yep. the best market for them. But there are just no influencers in Nigeria. And if there are just a couple, their audience might not match your expectations because uh, the Nigerian influencers won't be followed by 100% Nigerian audience. Right, right. Hey, Nadia, a couple of things I want to hit on the, when you say the goal, right? What if the goal is just, I want to get more downloads. And I, I know you kind of alluded to this with the organic downloads stuff, but it's just, I want to get more downloads. So what if it's just that goal? Is that the wrong goal to have when you're just starting an influencer marketing campaign? Cause I know when most people come, I, they're just like, how do I get more downloads? And that's all they care about. Yeah, this is a perfectly fine goal. I would say this is the number one goal based on popularity. So uh, this is just the <laughs> goal you can build a campaign on, so that's fine as well. Okay. And any best practice, any best practices on if that is the primary goal that we want to go forward with? Uh, yeah. If uh, the primary goal is to get more downloads, the first step would be to understand how many downloads we're talking about. Mm. So. Um, this would help us build up the budget. This would help us uh, pick a region and basically just do everything, build up the whole strategy. So once we know that uh, we need, for example, 10,000 in uh, 10, installs from a specific region, then using the influencer marketing mathematics, we can just count it down to uh, from downloads to clicks, from clicks to views and from views to the overall budget. So if we're talking about the downloads, we need to know uh, how many we're thinking about. And to work backwards from the download numbers. Yeah, because so conversion rates are totally different. They're very specific. They tend to change uh, depending on a platform, an ad format, a content uh, you're thinking of. So this would be the number one step, of course. Yeah, I like it. So work backwards from that. I know Matthew had a question about this where he has a silver and gold scrap app. And so I think Matthew, correct me if I'm wrong, it's for the, like to see value of the silver and gold. And he's trying to think about like, how do we get, how do we find an influencer? Which influencer should we go after if we've got this type of app? Well, that's a very nice question, but uh, to really analyze and tell you what kind of influencer uh, would fit best, it's essential to analyze the app. So that's what we do all the time before we even try to uh, present a strategy to a client or to even go on a call with them. What we do is we get the app, we download it, we analyze it, we spend uh, at least an hour in an app and just to try and figure out what we're talking about. So this might differ. What are you looking for when you're analyzing that app? So when you're looking at Matthew's app, are there some key things that you're looking for? Um, I wouldn't say there, there there are some key things. Of course, there are the things that um, we pay close closer attention to. But basically, we're just evaluating at the app um, 
based on the user-friendly interface, the user experience in general. We're trying to see uh, what could confuse the audience that would come from influencers. So we're kind of trying to plan it, um, plan it to like the future and to see uh, what might go wrong. This is a very negative approach, but this is the best performing one. Yeah. So we try to analyze the best uh, features that might be perfect for influencer market marketing. Let's say that the marketable features and uh, those features that would not require a lot of highlighting with influencers since uh, it would be not very organic or native and it would not actually motivate the audience. So our job when analyzing the app to see uh, what key features would bring the audience, would really motivate the audience to uh, download the app. Yeah, I like that because, you know, I, when we work with clients too, we're doing the same thing. Like it's not just downloads because you ultimately want those downloads to turn into something. And so you guys are looking for the right features. I'm looking to see if we bring in downloads, are, are these just gonna be a leaky bucket too? And so we have, we take a look at the app as well for that. All right, there are some questions. DSD Group says, hi, Steve, I submitted my application two months ago, but cannot review it. Yeah, sorry, DSD. So we have almost like a six month wait now for all the apps that we wanna review. So I apologize. If you wanna set up a call just with you and me, you can do that and shortcut it. Otherwise it is sort of like a six month wait. Elsmar said, what is a reasonable goal for about a thousand to maybe $10,000 budget, Nadia? Uh, actually, the $10,000 budget would be actually a pretty okay budget to start with almost each region that you, that you think of, and it would fit uh, many of the, the goals and strategies. So if your strategy is to simply get downloads, that's also okay with 10K. If we're not talking about some very expensive regions like uh, the United States or Korea, Japan, the Nordic countries, this are these countries are way too expensive to spend 10k on but for other countries you can actually do basically anything you want so the the download strategy even the brand awareness strategy for some of the reasons would be okay got it got it uh, but for 1k oh, that's really difficult to think of a strategy because uh, 1k is a too small budget to try out even one region so what you can do if you have a limited budget for uh, each month, you can try um, testing different strategies and achieving different goals each month. Once uh, and once your budget just allows you to, you can scale uh, the strategy that works best. So 1K is only aimed, I would say, at this like one-time smaller influencers launches and um, maybe the creatives rights buyout. So if you would like to uh, use the influencers creatives in Facebook ads or on Instagram or uh, whatever ads you run, uh, you could also use uh, influencers for that. So if you come up with a task assignment and you reach out to smaller and cheaper influencers, they will be more than happy to produce a creative for you to uh, run an ad. So basically what you do, you give them the task, you receive um, the video, you check if everything's okay with it. And if you like the video, if everything's perfect, you just pay uh, the influencer for uh, buying out the intellectual property rights to the specific creative, and you can then use it in your other campaigns. Yeah, and we have seen that strategy work really well. The, let me 
say who else Mar. We've seen that strategy really work really well. Reflectly, Dario from Reflectly, the CMO, he used that particular strategy where they would play in these smaller influencers just to create the content, Nadia. And then he would run that as a an ad on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Yeah. Hey, Nadia, one thing I want to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. And what yeah, were you saying? just meaning to comment that that is actually a trend for both 2021 the, the end of 2021 and 2022 because more and more uh companies tend to uh get the most out of the campaigns and not only get the traffic from uh the influencers publications but also uh provide uh, creatives buyout so that's some, something that's getting more and more popular I think if you just scroll on TikTok, you can see those uh, types of ads with uh, the bought out creatives yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to do a TikTok video later on because I do think that TikTok is a, a great platform just from an ads perspective and an influencer marketing perspective too. And we'll dig in deep. So on BuzzGuru, Guru, I'm sorry, Guru, BuzzGuru, we can find influencers, right? Is that like if we were to try to put something in here and then try to find an influencer, we can do that within your platform? Sure, that's what it's made for. It okay. actually has okay. uh, two main goals and two main directions. Uh, the first one is uh, indeed the influencer search. So you can search influencers on Twitch, on YouTube, on Instagram and TikTok uh, based on different filters. The filters are very smart. Uh, and another direction would be um, the ability to try and see what your competitors do in terms of influencer marketing. So the platform allows you to peek into uh, what specific companies are doing. So you can see all the influencers they've launched in, uh, let's say, last month. You can see all the videos they did. You can see uh, the approximate budget they've spent. So basically it provides a lot of analytics on other uh, companies who already do influencer marketing uh, to just kind of go and see what they do. The other question I have for you, I'll bring myself up. Whoops. <laughs> I'm going to sign up for the account here. But the other question I had for you, Nadia, you talked about this in the, it's like one, if one of your goals is to get the top spot on a YouTube search term, right? Yeah. I love that strategy. One of our clients, he said, look, I've tried a lot of YouTube influencer marketing. And the one that he saw the biggest benefit was ranking for a particular search term. And so the example he gave was he's got a keyboard app, great keyboard app. And instead of being like best keyboards of 2021, for example, that has a shorter short uh, shelf life, a shorter shelf life is what I'm looking for. He went for like evergreen type of content. So the video that he sponsored was like, how do you change your default Android keyboard? And then mm-hmm. in the middle of the video is like, hey, this, vi- this video was sponsored by blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, they talked about the app, but he found those type of videos be more effective. So what was your insights on YouTube? Okay, so uh, the number one goal is not to just find a perfect fitting influencer if we're talking about the search results goal, yeah. uh, but also engage the influencer to uh, put out the tags of your product into the video itself. So uh, sometimes when you go and you just search, uh, I don't know, a specific word on YouTube to see, um, I don't know, a video, to watch a video about a specific product, uh, you might type in the name of the product you press enter, but the first video that comes um, in, in the search engine is not the video that has at least the name of the product. So this is usually uh, done by adding the tags 
into the video. So the influencers might name the video whatever they would like to, but uh, they put the tags of the product name in different variations, in different languages. Uh, they also put the description of an app uh, as a tag. So the video would be uh, showed like the first in the ranking. You know, one of the... Yeah, Let me the number one to actually get the tag that's 100 you can even um, skip the description box uh, with just the, the mention if your goal is search engine but what you need to do 100 use uh, the title and use the text got it love it and one of the popular strategies that a guest of mine told me was blank versus blank and so you might want to pick i don't know if you guys have done this nadia but like let's say our our product is Blinkist, where Blinkist competitor, where we have you know book summaries, and so I was like Blinkist versus, and then maybe you put your product in there, and then or Blinkist alternatives would be an interesting type of video too. Have you seen that strategy work pretty well for your guys? Uh, we've tried several of those. Uh, those would be um, the blank versus blank, and yeah. uh, the integrations in such videos as I don't know the top five apps for whatever criteria. Uh, but uh, the thing is that uh, in, in the past, I would say two years, the influencers have turned out to be rather um, reluctant to use uh, this idea of an integration, since uh, if you promote your product, having the influencer to uh, somehow eventually degrade the, the product that, that is versus yours one, um, the influencers are not very enthusiastic about it. So you have to spend really a lot of time to find those ones who would agree. And it also can bring a lot of, um, like legal issues to the influencers from oh, interesting. not winning. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. that happens, it happens rarely, but it, it does sometimes. Got it. So I want to show off this platform buzz guru a little bit. So. For you, Matthew, I'm in gold, right? I just searched for gold and I, I went on TikTok right now, but we can see, let's just pick on this guy. So we're gonna do this live, Nadia, okay? I'm gonna pick on this guy. <laughs> and then I think he talks about gold because that's that's how I figured him out. But if we wanna see cost, we'll take a look, but you can sort of start to see certain things happening. And so from here, is there anything that we should be looking for to find the right influencer? So we found this guy, maybe it's because it's golden, unique boy, but let's say we found an influencer. Should we be looking at the number of comments, engagement? What should we be looking at here? I'm on the free plan right now. I would say that uh, the first thing to look at would be the average number of views on his videos Okay. Uh, to actually estimate um, the relevancy of this price and to estimate whether this influencer is a nice fit because uh, once you get the price or if you know the CPM of a region, you can basically predict how much this influencer's integration costs. Mm -hmm. So uh, when you look at the average views, you can uh, count the, the relevancy using the CPM metrics and see whether this influencer is a good fit or if uh, his integrations are just way overpriced. And another... Uh, thing that you should look into is the engagement rate, since it would show you how engaged this influencer's audience actually is. So this would help you to uh, eliminate those influencer, those influencers who have uh, an active audience or um, just have uh, like a lot of bots in in their subscribers. So they're not really there. 
what's an engagement rate that what's a good engagement rate that we should be looking for five plus i would say okay five plus so seven is actually a, a pretty nice figure you yeah. have a good eye yeah you picked a nice influencer right away oh. <laughs> hey he was one of the he's the number one result for the us i ended up picking him and i thought you know this would be a good fit for matthew so the, matthew has a question what can i get with the free package this is some of the things that you can start doing with the free package it's just start to see who's out there here's the biggest influencers and then obviously you can filter off of anything that you want here and here but i guess we can go into the lists and topics and that's is that what lists are about or is it just the list that I put together? Yeah, those would be the ones that you put together. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So play around with that and you can do that. I want to get to some of the questions because people have some really good questions. Yusuf asks, we're, what if we're building an app that's actually aimed at influencers? How do we market an app at them? So maybe this is a, we've had developers do this, like it is for like, Instagram planning, right? Or TikTok planning calendar, something like that. Maybe Yusuf, something like that, or story, Instagram story editor, things like that. How do we go about marketing an app that's aimed at actually getting influencers to use our app? So uh, if we're talking about such products as uh, Instagram story editor or just a pick editor, uh, those can actually be marketed just as a usual app. So uh, if you really would like the influencer to use the app and to uh, at least get them to try it, the thing that you can do is to reach out to the influencer and offer them some kind of a bonus. So for example, you reach out or you email them and you offer a six month free subscription. So they will try it, but they, they're not gonna go and invite other influencers to use it. What you can do though, uh, if you're aiming at influencers uh, specifically as your target audience, you should probably uh, try and partner with influencer agencies. Since the influencer agencies, um, mostly, mostly all of them have uh, some exclusive influencers that are signed with this specific agency. And the agency's goal is to help them with uh, the production, with the deals, with their sponsor sponsorship offers. So if you get partnered with an agency, then the agency might promote uh, the app to their influencers and get them on board. So this would be like the agency's uh, welcome on board kit. If you sign with our agency, you get this, 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 and uh, this app to uh, do specific Thing that the, the app is aimed at. So my answer would be to partner with the agencies if you would like to target influencers as uh, your target users. I like it. And then the another question is DSD Group. How can we find how can we find perfect influencer when we don't know about other countries and cultures? So let's say we're somewhere else. We want to target the U.S. or we're in the U.S. and we want to target some other country that we're not familiar with. What's the best route to take for that? Well, the best thing would be to study the culture and to study the region and to study the <laughs> trends. So uh, without actually analyzing the region and its trends, um, it's highly unlikely that you will succeed yeah. in the campaign. Or if we're talking about a completely different region, so for example, uh, we're in the USA and we're thinking about launching a campaign in Vietnam, then that's going to be a problem if you don't have a Vietnamese-speaking uh, employee. Mm. So, this um, this launch would require uh, reaching out to a local influencer agency in Vietnam. So there are some regions that are very hard to reach and very hard to uh, launch a campaign in. So that 
depends on depends on the region. You said he's starting from Africa, Nadia. Yeah, well, my answer just stays the same. Do the hard work. You got to yeah. study. Do the hard work. All right, DSD. Hey, Nadia, one of the things I want to point out with BuzzGuru is like, look, I can look at applications. So I'm assuming these are the applications that are doing influencer marketing, right? Yeah. And then I went into video editor because I just thought it made sense, maybe for Yusuf in a way. And we can see a lot of, so this app is doing influencer marketing. You correct me anytime if I'm doing wrong in this. Is that what we're looking at right now? Yeah, basically uh, this page provides you the full analytics of uh, the specific products presence on YouTube. So this might be um, organic mentions, some of them or uh, the sponsorship deals. Yeah, so this is really good. And you can see what all this intel and then you can see like the budget, you can see certain people who have produced it. Here's our most, the most popular videos. And so I guess if you're on a budget, you, you could try to pick a competitor and then see what, you know, they're they're doing and maybe reach out to a, that influencer is that a is that a good strategy or no uh well it actually is a good strategy since oh, if no. you're for example new to influencer marketing and you know nothing about it and you just don't have any ideas on uh, what brief to create and what creatives the influencers should use the best thing to do is to just go and analyze what your competitors have done mm. so you can um get inspiration from their ideas or for example, you can uh, see the comments and the audience's feedback on this specific ad with this specific brief and see if uh, the ad was perceived positively or negatively. So if you see that the comments were just, oh no, stop this, no, 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 then you can just uh, uh, do something completely different and decide that probably this specific brief is not the best idea. Yeah, so yeah, analyze, analyze, and analyze. Yeah, then you can click into here and probably watch the video as well yeah we can do that look at that all this stuff really cool platform it is buzzguru buzzguru once again buzzguru.com nadia what i want to also talk about and maybe we end with this for the part one of this section is let me bring it here <laughs> is the organic growth so you said hey if one of your goals was organic growth i know with influencer marketing sometimes it's harder to track right like it's like hey they mention it and sometimes people just go into the app stores and just search for your app so you get a big organic growth that was actually due to the influencer mentioning it but yes it's hard to track that hey this was happening so what is when you said organic growth was it just that like hey if you do an influencer marketing you're gonna get organic growth and then two like how do we decide what came organically just through our normal traffic versus the influencer what are some things that we should be aware about sure uh as i said before organic traffic is the the, the key part of influencer marketing you can't do a campaign without organic traffic uh influx that's impossible so uh the thing you should do is to uh the, the best way would be to pick a region with uh like the stable and not fluctuating um organic influx so, for example, if you analyze the organic growth of your app for the last month or the last three months, for example, uh, you can see the average daily uh, influx of organic traffic. So if you see that in, in average, it would be something about like 10K installs per day, then uh, you would be able to plan the budget, you would be able to plan the strategy. And once the influencers go live, it would be very important to make sure that all the influencers go live in the same day or in like two three days 
so that the influx of the organic, the, this boost of organic traffic is not lost. So if you put out the influencers' publications in one, two, three days, you can really see the boost um, based on this stable average um, metric that you have measured. If that is impossible, and for example, if we're talking about the your most uh, popular region that just draws a lot of traffic from different marketing channels, then it would probably be better to uh, find another region to test um, influencer marketing as like your first time mm -hmm. to see and to acknowledge that yes, organic traffic is real because we've worked with many companies and some of them are always reluctant to acknowledge it. Like show me, I, I, I don't see influencer uh, marketing organic traffic. If I can see that, then that is not existent. So you have to make any way to uh, see and acknowledge organic traffic. Uh, if there are no regions that you can think of, or if it is impossible to track um, the organic boost in a specific region you're interested in, what you can do is you can try another completely new empty region for a smaller budget. So if uh, you try the new region where you only get like 30 organic installs per day, for example, and uh, you launch even a smaller campaign for like 5k uh, for at least some influencers, uh, then you're going to see the organic traffic anyway. And since you can track the direct traffic that um, was drawn by the tracking links, and you can also see the organic boost, you just get this difference uh, from the organic boost and you compare it to the direct number of installs that you get. Love it. I'm assuming you guys rely on the attribution partners. So if they're using AppsFlyer, Just, Kochava, any of those things, or do you guys provide, if you're working with an app, do you guys provide some tracking links or is it like, hey, use your attribution partner? Um, our clients always use their own attribution partners. So we simply cannot uh, get the full access to their app and to uh, really build up the links with the UTMs, etc. So this is something, something that is uh, always requ requested from our client. What we can do on our side, we can just um, shorten the links via different services like Bitly or any other service. And we can see the number of clicks, uh, the source of the click, the region of the click, and uh, the timing of uh, the clicks that we got. Love it. All right. That ends part one. So again, it is budsguru.com. Go check them out there. And in part two, we're going to talk all about the different app audits. And I also have a question for you, Nadia. And so that's a little teaser for part two in terms of like what marketing channel, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, we should be focusing on and which category. So stay tuned for part two of that. And if you guys are just watching this, I know there's a few of you here, but you can catch this if you're missing a week or hey, you wanna go for a run while you listen to this, it is on the audio feed as well. If you wanna go to appmasters.com slash iTunes, you can find it there and it's on Spotify as well. So you can listen to this exact recording on the audio feed as well. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.